everybody. Welcome to this episode of Compassion and Courage, Conversations in Healthcare. This is the podcast where we teach compassionate communication, provide perspective, and inspire resilience. I'm your host, Marcus Engel, and with me, as always, is the hotness, a.k.a. Marbeline. Hello. Hi. <laughs> no more good day. Uh, so, we were talking about what what to share about compassion, and I think it's I think reflection is a really important part of compassion that often gets overlooked. And it's kind of like that idea of that an unexamined life is not worth living. I spend mm-hmm. a lot of time uh, in reflection. I spend maybe too much time going <laughs> over uh, things that happened in the past in my head. I think all of us can probably relate to that. But if I ask you a question about something that you did yesterday, maybe you might remember a few things that you would have already forgotten about. So, so I'd like to ask this question, just what did you witness yesterday that was compassionate? Did you witness anything yesterday that was compassionate? Yesterday... Um, Yesterday, me. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, yeah. what? I thought it was a rhetorical question. No, I, into the <laughs> into the eons of space. Um, yesterday was busy, man. It was so busy. But I, what the first thing that pops in my head is um, actually you, because uh, our plate was jam packed. We had so much to do, and um, our daughter needed a last minute babysitter, and. Uh, Instead of um, the the chaos and the juggle, you just quickly said yes, bring them on, and and it was a huge relief to her. Now I'm gonna say, at the same time, we love when they're here. So um, to me, watching the grandkids isn't compassionate. That's selfish because I, I have so much fun with them. I know it's it's a it's a double thing because it, it's it's a delight, but it did throw a whole monkey wrench in the in all the things we had to do but for our daughter it was incredibly compassionate because she was in a pinch she really needed some um some help at the last minute so from her viewpoint it was pure compassion we got to play with the grandkids and and we had to juggle a few things to to make it happen but um that was very compassionate to her um, we were, we were to, to frame this a little more, uh, we have been working our tails off so that we can go on vacation in a couple of days. And so we are trying and trying and trying and burning the midnight oil. I think yesterday I was at my desk most of, uh, most of, of the day. Uh, just and by day you mean like 18 hours. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, that's what happens when you work for yourself. <laughs> you work like all day long. I, I was going to, I was going to outright deny 18 hours. And then I remembered, okay, it was probably 15. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to split hairs, but, but that's just where we are right now. I mean, we've got proposals that are going back and forth. We have marketing that's going out. We have our team, we have our family, we have our grandkids getting ready to start school. It's a really, really, really busy time. And there was a bit of an inconvenience to um, to take, what, three hours out of our day yesterday 
um, to babysit grandkids. But it's the joy of my life to have these kids running around. And I mean, I that's, that's, that is what life is all about. It's not about how many hours you can sit at your desk and the, um, the, the things you accomplish or the wealth that you amass or the people that you impress. It's, it's about me getting to get down on the floor and play around with the <laughs> world's cutest four-year-old as, play he, guitar with a as four-year-old. he's playing guitar and, um, you know, jumping all over my yoga ball and stuff like that. That's, that's, I, I see that as compassionate, but I, I really see it as fun. I, I really see it as fun. And maybe that's, that's the beauty of compassion is when you give it to another you're also getting it back in spades yourself, right? It's it's one of those uh, principles of Second Timothy, right? About <laughs> sowing plentifully and reaping plentifully. I believe the more <laughs> compassion that we put out into the world, the more we receive back um, in, in in a variety of ways, right? When we open ourselves to compassion, when we look for compassion, guess what? We're going to find it. We're going to see it. And we're going to... Uh, want to be more a part of that. That's something I'm always striving for. And I get lost. I get lost a lot of time. I get lost in judgment. I get lost in uh, my own self-centeredness and stuff like that. But much like uh, working a muscle, the more we are looking around to see compassion, the more we're going to perform compassionate acts and the more we're going to receive it coming back to us uh, over time too. It's true. It's true. And you know, it's such a, it's such a joy to be able to work on your desk with a baby at your hip. I mean, that's just such a, it's such a joy to be in that position. So yeah. it was great. It was great fun. And you know, it was fun to have that chaos for a minute, and then you get to come back tomorrow. Yeah, grandkids are the so, bomb. It's the best. <laughs> it is the best. I witnessed you yesterday. Um, we, we had the we had the the baby, the eighteen month old, and the ten year old, almost ten year old. And boy, is he such a help! And he loves mm-hmm. his little sister so he much. Does. And anytime that she cries. He immediately goes to her, he picks her up, he plays with her, he, he bounces her around and just, you know, as a nine-year-old kid, I was a little bit of a punk, right? <laughs> I was only worried about me and my G.I. Joes and my Matchbox cars and my Scooby-Doo. I wasn't worried about too many other people. And it's, it's, it brings about compassion when I see such a loving act uh, done from one sibling to the next. I, that, that warms my heart. And to know that we support these kids to, to help them know that that's the way you are to other people. It's just right to be kind, to be decent, to be loving and supportive to other people. Um, if I leave a legacy in this world, it's going to be through, uh, through those kids. And I, I, I feel so fortunate that, that, uh, that we get to, we get to benefit from the compassionate things that we do for them. It's, it's just life. It's just love. It's just, uh, all piles on top of each other. I know watching, it's insanely sweet to watch how great they are with each other. It's, 
I know we're talking too much about our grandkids, but watching them be so kind to each other. I will tell you they um, had their uh, first day of school, and I got to witness the kindergarten teacher, the pre-K teacher, the four-year-old started pre-K. And when they dropped the kindergarten class off, the four-year-old, it's pre-K, when they dropped him off at school, the teacher stopped him at the door, and he was beside himself excited because he's witnessed his older brother go to school. And the older son was not excited when he started <laughs> pre-K. He was like, yeah! Scared to death. Because yeah. he didn't have an example. But the four-year-old this year was just beside himself. But the teacher stopped him at the door and said, Hey, go hug your mom. Bye. And he turned oh. around and ran and hugged. And we got a video. He hugged oh. the mom. Bye. Um, and I thought that is a compassionate teacher, teacher yeah. who understands how much that hug means to mom to the moms, yeah. <laughs> and all the moms who, you know, it's a big deal when you leave your baby at kindergarten for the first time because, you know, there's no going back. Once they start school, it's, oh, <laughs> so, um, I, I thought that was such an act of compassion mm. to have the wisdom of that teacher to stop and say, no. Go, you know, go hug mom bye. And um, it just meant the world, I know, to my to daughter. Mom, yeah. But I bet to every mom there to have that last hug before the little kid runs off and enters the world of academia. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that was just something that, that just touched my heart today that um, to see the compassion of that and wisdom of that teacher. Yeah, uh, we we can we talk a lot about nurses. We talk a lot about uh, social workers and respiratory therapists and physical therapists that are interacting with patients and and their levels of compassion. But boy, it doesn't take too long to uh, fall over into teachers, right? We we yes. know that uh, that our our country runs because of teachers. So if you're an educator that's getting back into the year. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you for keeping the benefit of those kiddos at mind. And thank you for educating the next generation. Thank you for being that compassionate presence to not only the kids, but the moms too. Uh, it's a, it's a good time. Back to school always feels like a refresh. It feels like new possibilities and endless possibilities. And so... Uh, we just want to wish everyone a, a happy new year, <laughs> a happy new school year, and um, remember to hug your mom goodbye, right? That's remember right. to hug your mama goodbye. Or your grandma. Or your grandma. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for being with us for this episode of Compassion and Courage, Conversations in Healthcare. I'm Marcus Engel. My co-host here is Margolene Engel, a.k.a. The Hotness, and this is the podcast where we teach compassionate communication provide perspective and inspire resilience thank you to everyone who continues to rate and review and share and comment on the episodes we really appreciate all the interaction thank you all so much we'll see you next time in the next episode of compassion and courage